All right. Good group of guys here. December 14th, 2022. We are live. Finally. We've talked about this day for at least eight months trying to get podcast live for Littlewoods. And Episode here we are. Episode one. Episode one. We're going to look back one day and be like, oh my gosh, Joe Rogan, you have nothing on this show. <laughs> uh, to little ado, though, uh, my name's Whit Bell. I'm going to get those us taken care of. We're out here. I got my boy, Drew Hampton. I got my guy, T-Bird, Tyler Birchfield. And I got my cousin, my coon hound slayer, Jacob Martin. We're all out here. We're trying to kind of just relate with the general public just because there's a majority of us that grew up in the woods, has a lot of experience in the woods, and we got a lot of stories to tell that a lot of people have probably done the same thing we have. Um, We'll start with just some introductions, though. Just make it easy, sweet. First episode, nothing expected. but we're going to start with T-Bird. He's out in northwest Arkansas. Give us a little bit about you, Tyler. Hey, What's guys. You- this is uh, T-Bird, Tyler Birchfield. Uh, grew up in the uh, southeast Arkansas Delta. Uh, really, that's where I uh, learned most of what I know today. Uh, really kind of got into my blood on the, uh, the hunting and the fishing, just being outdoors. Um, I now live in northwest Arkansas, which is not the – pinnacle for any kind of hunting so it's uh kind of a kind of a downfall there but uh moved up here for college did four years um found a wife up here and ended up staying probably won't ever leave um i do a little bit of the photography for the little woods and a little bit on the side uh with you you know you mentioned the logo that's kind of how we got going um with the uh the duck and the horn um, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of me. Uh, I, right now I do, uh, commodity sales for a company called black hive. It's, it's a great gig. I get a lot of, uh, free time, a lot of anonymity to kind of go and do anything I really want as far as hunting, fishing and, and going on about my life. So it's been good so far, but that's where I'm at. I'm in Northwest Arkansas and, uh, love getting down, down South to do some hunting. Oh yeah. we get him down anytime we can. Um, you know, we love having Tyler there. He, he, he loves to shoot a gun, but he shoots a camera way better. That's all I got to say. Uh, he can do that for sure. He's a good camera shot. Uh, my boy, Jacob living out there in Fort Smith right now, we're trying to get him closer to central Arkansas, back to the Delta where he needs to be. Uh, give us just a quick introduction, Jake, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, well. Jacob Martin, uh, grew up in central Arkansas, uh, got in the oil and gas business back in 2007, eight ish and traveled all over the United States, overseas and offshore, uh, took away a lot of my hunting time, uh, took a little break from the oil and gas business here recently and winded up back in it, but I'm working here, here locally in Western Arkansas and Got me a couple hound dogs I chase all over the country, and we know that. Uh, 
just grew up grew up hunting and fishing and just what i like to do these hounds really really got me going here lately and i don't know i'm just glad to be a part of this and uh we know that uh we're gonna give a special shout out right off the bat though because hopefully one of these days we look back and say my god was that really episode one Episode one is about two months away from Jacob's first baby, so we're, we're we're all nervous for him. He's had hounds, but he hasn't yeah, had know. a baby, so we're right there. I don't, we I don't know. You. I don't know nothing about either one of them, so it's going to be a good <laughs> learning experience. Uh, but you know, I, and thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Tyler. So far, y'all are doing great. The uh, uh, next guy. This is a guy I grew up with. Uh, me and him literally have got. Uh, we have gone through things we shouldn't have in vehicles. That's our, like our biggest definition. Uh, Drew Hampton, uh, great guy from Desark area. Uh, I'll give him a little time to kind of explain what he does and and, and his involvement with the outdoors, etc. Go ahead, Drew. Yeah, like you said, my name's Drew Hampton. I grew up in the little town of Desert, where, like Whit said, we've been hunting buddies for many, many years and hope to continue that for many more. Uh, I, uh, you know, went to college up in northeast Arkansas, moved over to northwest Arkansas, moved back to central Arkansas, and uh, this is kind of my home where I grew up and hunted at and things of that nature. I uh, currently work in the insurance business with uh, one of the major major companies. Uh, you might see them in the SEC quite a bit with their logo, things like that. But, uh, you know, it's it's an joy to be here. A lot of these guys here that you'll see on this show and that are here tonight, um, I think it's, uh, it's going to be a good year. I think I'm excited for it. Uh, there's a lot to be expected to come forward, and, and I'm, I'm ready for it. Thank you, Drew. Appreciate you. Didn't drop the ball that time. No, and you didn't get us stuck this time, so we're yeah, we, we are not stuck currently. But no, I, and and since the beginning, I kind of been leading everybody, but uh, each time be a little different. Uh, my name's Whit Whit Bell, little town of Hickory Plains. Um, unless you drive through it, if you don't blink too fast, you might not see it. Who knows? Uh, it's kind of where. The whole idea Littlewood started, um, kind of a play on names would be kind of a great place to start that. Uh, but uh, kind of a little background on me. Grew up out there. My dad was a row crop farmer. We grew up hunting, fishing. Had no idea how great we had it. Uh, as you age, you start to realize that uh, 3,000 acres of row crop farm and getting the kill the big deer and kill the ducks. It just puts some perspective on things, especially once you start trying to chase that public land duck, uh, fight over a spot to goose hunt, um, et cetera. So um, very blessed that the family had what we had. A um, little bit about me. Um, I'm currently a veterinarian. I own my own business. It's called Littlewoods Animal Hospital. Um Went to Fayetteville for undergrad. Then I had to go to LSU for vet school. That's quite a transition, but it was 
Uh, it was literally the best time of my life, both places. Uh, met some great people. Uh, spent a lot of time away from home. And I'm glad to be back. We're established now as a business. We've got time to sit around and talk with friends on a podcast about hunting because who doesn't have time for that? I mean, you got to make time for that. So uh, you can't beat that. And and I really think hopefully it's December. I haven't put a pair of waders on yet this year. I haven't, I have not got geared up yet for hunting, but uh, it's, it's time now. And I think getting to talk with buddies and, um, schedule trips and all of that. I think every year you let go from that is a wasted year. So go get at it now, but that's a little bit about me. Um, I think that, you know, now, now that everybody knows a little bit about everybody, I'm going to bring up a, a good buddy. He's my cousin, Cole. I plan on him being on here pretty often for these episodes He's got one of the best Labradoodles I've ever met. And that's hard to say because I'm not a Labradoodle fan. <laughs> but uh, expect him to be on here. And the next episode we catch him on here, uh, we're going to get a good introduction from him because he's got a lot of good stuff. Got a lot of good stories for sure. I, Ace is my favorite Labradoodle when I ain't got to walk across that wet field because you know y'all only take me y'all only take me goose something on wet fields uh oh, well. so i like when ace is out there you know y'all got me out there stomping around in the mud yeah being the second time it's been mentioned goose hunting we go goose hunting a lot it's uh it's only for a certain breed of people though and just <laughs> it there's a lot of really really crappy parts of goose hunting or a lot yeah. But when you have that excitement of a goose hunt, like we've had multiple times, it makes you go back. It's just like duck hunting. It's worth it at the end. So um, we miss you, Cole. We'll see you on the next, ep- next episode for sure. Uh, you know, and in regards to, you know, next steps from here, um, each episode we have as a group of guys, Little Woods Associated, I suppose you could say, we have friends that have a plethora of knowledge that we want to share. Um, if they're not on my mic, they could have my mic one day. They could have T-Bird's mic one day. Somebody's got a lot of information that we can share, and it might not even be hunting outdoors stuff. It's just there's a lot of info that we enjoy. Um, i got a neighbor down the road that's can train a dog better than anybody I know. Um, our, our buddy Cole that we were talking about, he's in seed sales along with, he farms himself. People need to know about that kind of stuff. So, uh, if there's any ideas or, or y'all are able to reach out to us, reach out to us. We can definitely post something you want to hear. So, um, kind of getting past that, uh, Drew, T-Bird, Jake, I'll kind of leave this out to anybody that kind of wants to step in, um, Y'all have any goals, expectations from this podcast? Like, where where are we going to head with this? Do we want to get anything across? Do we have a specific specialty? What do y'all got for me? I mean, we all hunt everything. Uh, 
if it flies, deer, I mean, we dove hunt, goose hunt, I mean, you name it, we hunt everything, uh, fish, it just opens up and, you know, we're all, we're all dog men, houndsmen, uh, you know, that's what you do for a living is take care of them animals and, uh, we just like to talk about, you know, the outdoors and stuff like that. Cause that's what we love doing. And there's a lot of people that love doing that as well. So you can always, you know, y'all went elk hunting this year, you know, mm-hmm. you say you're not geared up for hunting, but I think I seen you already <laughs> drop a 140 inch buck, you know, no big deal. Uh, oh, you know, I, I, I guess I should rephrase that. Duck hunting. hunting. (laughs) That was a scrub. I know it was. My bad. (laughs) Should have let him grow. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I mean, Jake, like you said, you know, we all, we hunt just about everything there is to hunt um, for the common man. Um, But a lot of it for me is just really being able to share those experiences and learn and hear from other people. As I get older, I think I like hearing you know, success stories or oh, the stories are breaks, great. things like that, you know, more than I like actually having that happen firsthand. It's just that excitement of it and seeing that excitement in someone else. It is uh it's kind of a contagious thing for sure. Yeah. There, there's nothing better than taking, taking someone, uh, you know, duck hunting or any kind of hunting and let them harvest or take their first, you know, first anything. their game, you know, and, well, and uh, I, I think I've, one of the, I've got to be a part of that a lot. Yeah. And I, I think for me, one of the greatest things is, is Arkansas itself. You know, and a lot of you guys can attest to that, that we have just about anything you could want to hunt and it's in our back door. Uh, you know, we've, we're starting to see elk being brought into this Northwest Arkansas area. I mean, we've got the duck capital of the world within an hour from us. I mean, we, we have some great deer that come out of here and, and from our personal farms and family farms and things like that. And, um, I think what's going to be great about this is not only the successes, but the failures that, uh, you know, that we've all experienced. I mean, I think I learned more from failure than I do from success. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a big turkey hunter. I love turkey hunting. I live and breathe it. My dad lives and breathes it. I go to different states, you know. And so I, I think it's it's going to be interesting, you know, as the year turns over here to 2023, kind of all the plans that we may have here in the future. And we'll kind of touch on that here in a little bit, but it's just Arkansas is great. And a lot of people don't get to experience everything that we get to experience. You know, every state has their own uniqueness of what we may not have, things like that. But it's, it's hard to beat Arkansas, you know, outdoorsmanship and, and the conservation that goes on here and the work that's done here as well. That's right. It's the natural state. That's right. <laughs> Hey, I got old. Hit them with the natural state right off on first episode. Just got to let them know, you know. Hey, I got all the hunting failure stories you want to (laughs) hear. Yeah, we all got those. Yeah, that's that's abundant. Uh, But I mean, (laughs) great kind of discussion there. I mean, Drew, literally, I mean, you touched on a bunch of it. State of Arkansas, we're all from it. So uh, we're going to be partial for sure. Uh, I mean, but we, we, we hunt all over though, too. You know, I go, to I love Kansas chasing them in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, all over. Mm-hmm. I'll be, uh, I'm pretty sure about the whole state of Arkansas now follows me to Mississippi to Turkey hunt. Uh, 
<laughs> it's uh, it's an enjoyment, though. I mean, we're we're chasing them with with everybody else, and and at the end of the day, we're we get the same sort of excitement as the next person, and 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 all we're gonna have on this episode is it ain't gonna be complaining about the neighbor that put his decoys a hundred yard from us. That's happened. It's going to be the enjoyment of that one hunt that we found the spot that, that was secret for at least half a day. Oh yeah. That, that's the stories that I want to share with people. Um, that's the enjoyment that I hope everybody that listens to this gets to experience because if you find the X, we call it the X there. You're in, you're that's money hole. That's that's something that you call your buddy the next day and say, "Hey, you missed out." I mean, that was yeah. it. If you could bottle that, you could sell it until the day you died. You look at everything. I mean, everything on the uh, that you could buy right now. The markets, the general markets right now. Uh, you sell commodities, right, Tyler? I, yeah. If you could sell commodities that is consisted of hunting supplies or um hunting trips hunting experiences oh that's yeah i put me in on that yeah. the, <laughs> the memory alone but uh just kind of like you know going forward from this i mean each episode hopefully we're going to kind of focus on and it'll probably be uh, kind of season based i mean like like everybody said so far we're we hunt everything. I mean, we do to some extent. Some things aren't as plentiful in Arkansas. So, I mean, we have to travel to do like pheasant, quail. Uh, quail used to be big, not as much. Uh, pheasant hunting, we travel Midwest. Uh, turkey hunting, yeah. Arkansas got a one bird limit. We travel a little bit for that. Uh, deer hunting, we're going to be around here. We're going to be hammering them hard. Uh, elk hunting, obviously, they're trying to get some established in Arkansas, but we go to Colorado, same place as everybody else does. So hopefully as seasons change, we have new content because of, and, and most of it's probably going to be failures we share. Uh, but if we have some success, I want everybody to hear about it. I mean, that's, that's what I like to listen to. I mean, I go tune into the guys hunting public about three episodes in a row. It's failures. And I still listen to it because it's enjoyable to listen to because you, it's, it's part you of realize it. that it's part of it. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of it. So, um, like tonight, simple, plain and simple. Um, I, me, Jacob, uh, both of us have, uh, red bone coon hounds. Um, I took them out tonight. I took my other two dogs cause they needed to run too. It, they just need exercise. They're getting kind of fat, fat but uh, I took them tonight. They treed hard, treed on a, a den tree. We came home, and I was ready to podcast. I mean, it's that. it might seem like a failure to some, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. I get to go do that. Uh, a lot of people don't. So um, kind of rambling here now, Tyler. Uh, but basically, we're going to keep it going and 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 try to try to keep something new for everybody every every week because 
I mean, it might be fishing. Who knows? Yeah. I don't have a good. I don't have a single fishing story that's not a lie. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's be, all fishing is is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I won't be the guy to to hear that from. But like, <laughs> give me a tube of crickets and I'm on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. And you uh, you mentioned uh, the dogs. Uh, you know, I think we all have hounds or labs and in some sort or another um that would be a really good topic to probably discuss just kind of going and introduce the rest of the team with you've about got a football team built with the coon hounds you have oh yeah worked my way <laughs> up to five uh all of them are supposed to be working dogs to some extent but uh, you know everybody's not meant to be a, a quarterback so <laughs> we we have some failures too. I got uh, currently right now. I have two uh, redbone coon hounds, both registered. Um, I've had a couple litters out of them, and and I've kept in this last litter a, a pup. He's four months old now, roughly. Uh, wife only let me keep him if I name him Clifford, so I've got a big red Clifford. Uh, <laughs> other two are Hank and June. Those are the two I took hunting tonight. And then I have a. Uh, a lab that cost me about three months of dog training. At least that dog trainer was honest with me. Um, <laughs> her name's Willow. She's uh, uh, she's not good at her job. That's the four wheeler riding say. son of a gun. She she's a guard dog. She would she would ride on a four wheeler before she went to the rice field. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else in the world has a dog like that, but I do, and she's. <laughs> She's not good at her job. She's getting a little fat. The biggest lap dog you can ever meet. Uh, then I have a separation anxiety uh, border collie. <laughs> His name's Stetson. He's he doesn't work cattle. He he uh, he works my wife for attention. That's all he does. So um, that's my crew. Five dogs. Don't judge me too hard. I'm a vet. I I can take care of them. It's just. I also would judge other people if they had five dogs. So don't get five dogs. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm going to uh, bring a couple cats. I don't need a cat. That'll be bad. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to end up on the news for the vet that had cats and the dogs were chasing them. Okay. Yeah. Hey, some guys start their hounds on cats Man, on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and that's another thing, you know, uh, Jake – you keep up with the Redbone world pretty good. I mean, most... Well, let me take that back. You keep up with the Coonhound world pretty good. and Yeah, I, I try to keep up with all the all the hounds and stuff. I mean, uh, I don't currently competition hunt, but uh, it's on my radar pretty hard. I got a two-year-old Jip that she can smell a dead animal from probably a world <laughs> record distance. And uh, I'm trying to get her a job with the Cadaver Academy, uh, you know, to, you know, make her a, an actual working dog. But I got a six, I got a six month old pup named Judo. Uh, he came from Vermont uh, out of some really well bred, fine bred dogs. And he's just now starting to turn on and uh, I'm going to start pushing him real hard next few months. I mean, I'm already letting him run loose like a maniac and uh but yeah i try to keep up with all the coonhound world i mean that's how i learn and 
there's a lot of good folks in the Redbone community and the and the Hound community, UKC, PKC, and all that, you know, and they do a lot of big hunts, a lot of small hunts, and I just enjoy it. It's it's my football. Yep. Uh, that's right. That's that's what I like to keep up with and watch. And they got some live streams every every year for like tournament of champs for UKC and uh, you know, I think they're going to do a super hunt here pretty soon. That's I think it's going to have some live streams. So it's, it's cool to watch those, uh, those high end dogs that, you know, are just tree and coons like, like you can't even imagine. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's no joke when I tell y'all that anytime I call Jacob, he's, he's got his alpha. What is it now? Alpha 200. Yeah, I got a 200. Yeah, he's got this Alpha 200 on his dog. And he said, yeah, he'll be chatting with me. Next thing I know, he's like, yeah, Reba's 281. Looks like she's trailing something. And he's sitting on his couch. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, I mean, if if a man's not committed, then a man's not committed. But Jacob wants them dogs to hunt. So, uh, hopefully, Reba, she's going to she's gonna get it lined out eventually here. She's... I, I will say that uh, about the she caught that possum on the ground we went the other day. That was a good time. She bowed was up a good time. She bowed up on a possum last night. I mean, you can't be mad at her. She's she's figuring it out. So I she that's she's good. a silent she's a silent assassin. So she don't ever get them up in a tree where she's supposed <laughs> to be looking. She's too quick. Probably what her problem is. She's like a mini excavator though. If it gets in the ground, because she's gonna be digging. <laughs> yeah and then my boy t-bird uh he had him a, la- a lab too. go to the same dog trainer his actually turned out okay yeah. he didn't he didn't waste three months of stuff but it sure was funny watching our three month recital it was like watching kids you yeah. know you see kids at a dance recital and you're like oh my gosh are they really doing that um that's how it went down except i mean except for his dog i mean except for his dog so uh give us a little background tyler yeah he uh he turned out all right uh sent him down to uh mark wilkes at uh, frog buyer retrievers and uh was he's in austin arkansas right that's right yeah um he was actually a puppy of a lab that i had that i got when i was 18 it was my first dog um and his name was fletch and uh, had him for 10 years, bred him out at nine. Uh, he ended up dying shortly after. I think his heart gave out on the, uh, on the activity. But uh, got, got a good pup out of him. Uh, yellow, looks just like him. His name's Kane. Uh, he's got one gear, and it's go all the time. Um, he's got an insane motor in him. Uh, kind of crazy around the house with an eight-month-old that just started crawling and him running everywhere. But um, we're getting ready to get going for duck season. Can't wait! Him, can't wait to get him down to the old little woods and get him some work, burn off some of that energy. But yeah, he turned out he turned out pretty good. He's a he's a good dog. Acclimates well to a house dog as as well. So can't be can't be too mad about it. Tyler, it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that your only dog you got right now? Yeah, that's the only dog I have. Uh, I really want to get a chocolate female. Uh, might have to fight my wife on that for a few more years, but I think I'm going to make it happen. My wife told me two is the same as three, so I'm already got, <laughs> I already, 
already got my eyes open for something else. Yeah. Might have had one more. <laughs> Baker's dozen. <laughs> I don't even start counting them. Yeah, Drew, tell us a little bit about your pets you own. Yeah, I'm not quite in the dog world, unfortunately, although I've had <laughs> some great <laughs> opportunities to uh, work with some great labs down at Biomeda and things like that. But uh, I actually have a pet cockatiel that came with my wife. Uh, he's about 20 years old, and uh, he's still kicking and still hollering, and uh, he's about as scared of his own shadow, but uh, but he maintains himself pretty well. It stays in a cage, and, um, you know, I'm... I'm blessed to have him though. He's, uh, he's been there with my wife for a long time, longer than I've been together with her. So, uh, does he tree cones? That's his tree. You know, he, now. he might holler at one, you know, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you what, he'll be sitting in the back corner, uh, with his feathers or his wing over his top of his head, probably, you know, screaming. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he, he, he doesn't get out of his cage very often unless we let him out, you know, so. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's about all the all the pets I've got. You know, uh, I guess I could say I've got are low. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's seen the light of day in in some time. So, <laughs> do you have I to feed him like a that. bird? No. Nah, well, it's, I, you just feed him every morning, that's like a baby it. bird. Like <laughs> a baby <laughs> food up. I, I, well, I, well, I hold a cracker out and hope he chews it. Up, you know? It makes a bigger mess than he eats. So that's yeah. the biggest problem. We love you, Drew. I mean, he is 20. <laughs> one day, one day, I join, join the group. <laughs> yeah, as a veterinarian, I should know what that equates to people years, but I have no idea. I have no yeah, idea. Me either. Speak, me birds, they can go way on. <laughs> speaking of birds, uh, we set the old varmint call up here oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. last weekend, and we was trying to kill some time before we went deer hunting, and I said, let's set that out, try to shoot some of these crows. Well, I don't know if anybody's shot, <laughs> said, hey, let's go shoot some crows before, but we did. We did. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a little harder than you think, but we're starting to figure them out a little bit. And uh, the best part of the story is uh, we breasted mm. some of them out and threw them on the trigger, and uh, they're about <laughs> as tough. They're about as tough as a Mickey Thompson tire. <laughs> a little blackbird stew going on there. Oh, my God. T-Bird, you ever had crow? I ain't never had crow. I've eaten a lot of weird things, but crow ain't one of them. Yeah, I it's mean, it's almost good. impossible to eat. It's not good. You... <laughs> I mean, well, I thought, I've always I... been told to eat crow, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I smelled the breast. It's like a like a big teal breast It's or a you know smaller size duck. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I breasted it out. It, it was clean looking. I smelled it. It didn't stink. I was like, that's pretty odd. Cut the breast out, sniffed the meat. I don't know. I just got to smell it for some reason. I don't know why you're and, smelling uh, it. <laughs> well, because if it smelled like donkey, I wasn't going to eat it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Did you wrap but, it in uh, bacon? Well, I don't know. The bacon would have. That would have been the only part you could eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw the rest of it away. But anyway, we uh we gnawed on it the best we could. Like I said, it was like chewing on a Mickey Thompson tire. It was mm. it was tough. What did my brothers eat that with you? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it wasn't like the YouTube videos I researched before where those guys were cutting <laughs> it with a butter knife because that was a different species of crow. Oh man, that <laughs> these these are pine tree crows. They're a little tougher. <laughs> It's like the deer that 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 live up there in the rocks. 
Is, is that the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, probably so. I mean, besides like, you know, goats and stuff, like you get down there at the taco shack. Yeah. That, but that slaps, so I ain't gonna worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. that That's uh, bringing up my brothers. I got... I've got two brothers, Sam and John. Um, they're some hunting fools. Yeah, they are. They, uh, from time to time, and and, and I guess it's a good transitionary period, uh, catch us on Facebook, Little Woods Outdoors. Um, you go on there, you'll see my brothers kill way more than I do. Maybe it's because I'm the bigger brother. I'm letting them enjoy this outdoors a little more, or That's maybe they maybe they're better hunters than me. I I don't know that answer, but I mean I do know they're stupid enough to try crow, and I can officially say I did not try crow. Yeah. So yeah, wit wit talked down to us for doing that. <laughs> I gave you I gave you chewing. Hey, John John he uh you know, harvested his second 150 plus oh, yeah. deer of the year of the season. So this year, John Bell is stone cold. What's he got a 169 and a 150 and at I'm, the taxidermist? And I'm fairly certain he killed both of them in a pair of hay dudes. Yeah. He did. Oh, no like, doubt. Like who? I mean, he acts like he forgot his boots, but I'm pretty sure they're good luck to him or something. I have no idea. I, I couldn't wear them hunting. And he wears waiter pants along with it. <laughs> you see that little yeah. string hanging out on the bottom of his feet. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, hey, don't judge the man that is is wielding that kind of weapon, though. Oh man, I ain't I, mad I, at him. There's some nice deer. I, I've been showing them to everybody. Yeah. Now we'll keep everybody updated. Nothing Wit, else been shot. Wit, you killed a nice deer too. He just broke off ten inches that you needed on there. That's right. We, uh, another thing, Our, I'll shoot out a, a shout out uh, to the Quest Hunt competition. I don't know if there's anybody that participates in that or not uh, that's going to be listening to this, but last year, me and a, a buddy were able to to take first place in Arkansas, and that was, I got to say, I, as best hundred dollars of luck i've ever spent in my life i spent a hundred dollars on so much worse and if somebody i if it if you catch them early enough i think it's 75 dollars to sign up it's so worth yeah, you it. can catch them yeah uh they me got, and me got. and my uh buddy royce we we finished first he had a stud buck deer did he not oh yeah it was a nice one and and all i had to do was cover I just had to cover the spread. I felt like I was at Vegas trying to cover. Yeah. What was your combined uh, inches? Ooh, great question. Sorry I think we were right the there. Uh, 320, wasn't it? 321, somewhere in there. Uh, it was 153, 169, so probably around 320. Uh, it's about, about the same size as one Kansas deer. Those <laughs> two. That's no joke. You know, uh, and and the quest hunt, I mean, props to those guys. We had good music while we were there. Um, I'm pretty sure the whole deer hunting community is a drunk, just like me, from time <laughs> to time. Because 
everybody was drinking beer. It was a it was a beer drinking festival, and it was a good time. It really was. I, uh, great artists there singing. Uh, I, I do think the judges did terrific. We did see two deer from Kansas the year that we went that were uh, greater than two hundred and twenty inches. I mean, it was pretty incredible. It was it was a blast. I tell everybody that if you're not signing up for it, you're crazy. If you've got a chance to shoot anything over 130 inches, you need to sign up because you never know. Just sign got, up. And they get got you great prizes. Yeah. Top 10. I think even the top 10 this year, I could, I don't know, somebody might be able to pull it up on your phone. I think top 10 this year, it's only going to take like 260 inches to be in the top 10, maybe, which. Yeah. A couple of 130-inch deers, that's not bad. I mean, that's pretty good deer, but it's not its not unheard of. Uh, we're very fortunate where we live that we have a lot of crop ground, and so obviously we have better deer than we have in the past because corn started being planted. But, uh, I mean, it's that was a blast. Quest Hunt was a blast, and, and I'm ever thankful for that opportunity. I'm over here hunting them pine cone eaters. Yeah, there's me a, and you both, Jake. There's a place for them. I've seen some nice ones. It ain't it's first one, place, I, though. Not, <laughs> <laughs> they they like the camera, but they don't like when I go. <laughs> but, yeah, that quest hunt's pretty cool. I mean, I, like I said, I'm the most unlucky deer hunter there is when it comes to seeing big deer. and I mean, it gets me excited just you know, just to be in a competition to, to shoot some nice deer and try to, try to get a place, you know, try to just, it's just fun. And y'all want, where'd y'all go? Springfield to have y'all ceremony and all that. I mean, they, yeah, I get y'all set up up there with a the venue and yeah, it it's was, just a cool deal. And I mean, like I said, I didn't even participate in it and, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it kind of, not that you really need a reason, but it kind of pushes you a little harder to get out there and hunt. And I'm looking at the leaderboard now with uh, first place has 338 and 18s. So it's wow. pretty good. Uh, pretty good bucks. That's in Arkansas. Year. Yeah. Yeah, this is not just an Arkansas tournament. It's multiple states. Yeah, multiple states. I, I think every year they add on a couple states. And, and that's another thing that makes it fun because – I mean, first place, it's 170-inch and 153-inch. I mean, you look at the next state over, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm glad I didn't live in that state when I killed this. Because yeah. you would get laughed at. I mean, the Ohio, the Wisconsin. Illinois, people got Missouri. Some, y'all Kansas. got some steer up there. I don't yeah. – hey, in Arkansas, you can hunt them with a gun for a really long time, so maybe – that's a factor. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's uh it's a different beast and that's what makes it so much fun. I I was in Baton Rouge for 4 years and I bet you all of my buddies down there if it had horns, it was down. Uh, let me rephrase that. If it was brown, it was down. They didn't care. And as we slowly move up north, it gets better and better and better. So um oh Drew, he has quite a few good deer on the wall his dad i'm pretty sure is the best turkey hunter i've ever met in my life but 
Uh, they had a farm over there on the White River, and and y'all killed quite a few, didn't you, Drew? Yeah, I mean, one of the interesting things about our farm was the non-typical state record was actually killed on our farm for Arkansas. Uh, some people will know the Dooley Buck and things like that, and uh, we, we were very fortunate. Uh, we had a hunter's paradise uh, down there on the White River. I mean, you could just do just about anything, and if you saw some of the deer, and, and you know, eventually I hope to post something, you know, social media so you can kind of experience what we did down in the white river and um what we call swamp donkeys things like that the river bottoms i mean they just they, we were very fortunate and dad has got some really good deer that i mean typical and non-typical that are just uh, just out of this world so we were very fortunate for that so another great place to tree a lot of raccoons also. it really is Oh yeah, I mean oh, everybody's going to start to realize that the tree and the raccoon is probably the most important thing to Jacob. But to <laughs> say, well, I well, mean, it, I've turkey hunted. I just ain't good at it. <laughs> that, that's my dad's passion, and and I'm I'm coming into it too. I love to duck hunt. And I love to turkey hunt. I love the the stalk of a bird and things like that. And so. Uh, but I mean, even the raccoons down there, I mean, they're basically bear cubs. I mean, it's just unbelievable how big they get, you know, and because of the row crops and things like that. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty neat. It's a pretty neat area down here. I thought I was going to have to get a game cart to haul that one we treed last weekend out. It weighed no. shoot, about 25 pounds. I'm pretty sure it was. It was close to the world record. It was heavy. <laughs> we did. We, to... we did have some beer before we try to carry it out. But I mean, we sat him down about seventy-five cart. times. Yeah, it was heavy. We're trading off. Bush fishing going. We should just skin him right there on the spot, but would have been a better you know. idea. Would have been a lot better idea. <laughs> but it was fun, though. I mean. Dogs did good. We uh, weather was good. Moon was a little bright, but it was a good night. Yeah, moon was bright. How many did y'all end up killing? Uh, that night was one, and then the next night one. Both Ain't too bad. Uh, yeah, the, both the big second, old borcones. Yeah, the second night we took uh, what about six or eight people that's never been coon hunting before. I'm pretty sure we had 18 people. And I'll tell you that at some point, there's too many people. That was too many people. So, Yeah, it was just a kind of a deal where some people wanted to go that have never seen hounds, you know, tree dogs work at night. And they were all duck hunters, or I say all duck hunters. They they had labs and stuff, so they, they're used to, like, working dogs and stuff. So, yeah, it was like, different. We want to see – we want to see what these hounds are like. And, you know, we treat a coon right off the bat. Uh, I first, uh, little swamp we crossed. I filled my right boot up with water. Yep. Uh, I never hit the bottom. So that was, that was awesome. And, uh, great start. Yeah. I asked Cole, I said, we're going to be fording any, uh, any, uh, swamps. He's like, no, no. And he shows up in his, <laughs> in his sitka waders. <laughs> He shows up in Sitka waders and he, he's yeah. got me over there swimming a creek Props. right off the bat. So, you know, it was awesome. And then uh we picked it, we caught the dogs, went down the road a little bit, and then uh I think three of the dogs ran a deer about 
I don't know, a mile straight across the farm. We yeah. hopped in the truck and had to catch them on the other side on the road before they got out of pocket. That w- That's when coon hunting gets unfun. I love it. I don't. I, I personally <laughs> do not. I mean, when you when you're got a GPS, nice, nice GPS on them, and then all of a sudden it says lost connection. That's when you know you done messed up. That's when you know you got a deer dog. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never really ran deer dogs, but I think I I might have a a female deer dog at my house. Well, you got bruised too. That's John's. <laughs> He's a deer dog. He's a deer dog for sure. Not to uh, not to take us back to the very beginning of this episode, but um, with I know I'm I'm a little more curious just because I don't know the complete history and the story of it. But um, you guys talking about coon hunting in your woods made me think of it. Uh, can you give a little background on how you guys, um, how your family? came into those woods and, and kept it over the years and just kind of developed that into what it was. Yeah. So uh, kind of the, I mean, and, and us, the reason it's this group of guys is because we all kind of jokingly together came up with the little woods. Right. I mean, that was, that was collective and, um, and it took off and, and I mean, it's based a lot of my life, decisions and and etc on that so um in in regards to the woods you know we ever since i was growing up like i said we had plenty of uh farm ground that uh was in the family and and our main area my grandfather uh he was he was quite cavalier on uh, what he wanted to do so if he decided he wanted to uh be a fish farmer he was if he decided he wanted to have the best uh, cutting horse in the country he he tried to buy it if um or raise it um if he decided that he wanted to kill a duck in the woods just like the next person did he tried to do that so um the main thing you know behind that is is there was a very large block of woods uh not going to name any names, maybe the big woods around us here. Um, my grandfather, uh, purchased 160 acres out of it. Uh, that 160 acres, he built a levee around it. People thought he was crazy. It was, a, it, it probably did seem pretty crazy in the late nineties. Uh, they built the reservoir, they built the drainage to it so we could flood it if we wanted to. Um, and and to date, I'd say it's been several years. Jacob, you got an exact date on that? You're a little older than me. Well, when they built it, yeah. Uh, I'd say probably it's got to be mid nineties or mid, early two thousands. No, mid nineties probably. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, me and Wits, me and Wits grand uh, grandfathers were brothers. Yeah. so yeah, I was down there quite a bit as a kid. Oh, yeah. and uh, I didn't live down there though. But no, uh, I mean, it, yeah they 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 put that together, and man, it was it was kind of before its time, I guess. Yeah, it really was. I in mean, that, nobody in that had, area. I mean, nobody had green tree reservoirs. I mean, it, there was no GTRs around there, was there? Because 
everybody was going to, you know, WMA type stuff and public, you know. It's, but duck hunting, it, it, I don't know about the 90s as far as how it was popular, but uh, I know it went up and down there a few times. And then, like, here recently, past few years, you know, it was crazy. Uh, oh, the, man. Hence all the public ground issues. And, you know, it sucks, but sometimes it's fun. That's, like, the big story, like, from the beginning. If you can find that spot for half a day before somebody else, you're good. Yeah. But I mean, and and with him building that, it kind of set idle. wasn't flooded. It was select cut one time. Deer population was good. Um, some good deer were killed in there. Uh, probably uh, R one sixty is surrounded by other woods, which makes it kind of awkward but kind of not at the same time and and in the surrounding block of timber probably a hundred yards from our levee a uh, a very 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 nice buck was shot that actually won the uh big buck classic shout out to dl kittler for that one that was a good buck really good buck. 15 i think is a 200 plus inch deer yeah non-typical um pretty sure i was I don't know, chasing women or something. I wasn't, I wasn't hunting very hard. Uh, I regret that. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, the woods are where they are now because of what people did in the past. That's what's so good about it. Yeah. I mean, he, he did, he wanted to hunt them, but he also knew if he kept it in the family long enough, somebody'd figure out how to hunt them. Uh, we had to build us a levee through the middle of it to split it up. It wasn't going to hold water all 160 acres very evenly. Um, we got that done about two years ago. And ever since, uh, this year being an exception, just due to the overwhelming drought that we have, uh, we were able to flood it up and, and kill several, several, several mallards out of there. Um, and that's doing it on your own place. Um, that your family worked to build up for that reason means a lot. So um, I know, like I said in the beginning, I'm very fortunate for what I have. and I will ever forget that. But, man, getting to share that with my friends and, and we all go out there and do that, that is a blessing and it's a blast. Uh, so the Little Woods, it's not a location, but in a way it is because that little block of woods right there, we all have a majority of our fun in. We kill good deer. We kill good ducks in it. We've killed a bunch of raccoons in it. You, If you're a squirrel hunter, go hunt it. I don't care to chase them with you. I don't like to eat them, but there's plenty. I mean, you find you an oasis that good, and I'll buy it with you. 100% would buy it with you. So, But, yeah, I mean, and, and everybody uh, that hunts – public or whatever you know it and even private you know it's everybody has their patch of little wood somewhere that's right uh you know and this ground's not getting more available for the hunters you know it's hard to it's hard to find a good spot to hunt whether it's deer ducks or whatever and uh you know the places i have to hunt over here and the places i go to hunt you know they're usually little blocks of woods or little patches of woods. And I think everybody can relate to how small the 
how small area the hunting community has in some areas you know it's some people are getting out of hunting and some people are just having to adjust yeah and kind of to piggyback off of that uh you know you guys probably know uh my family sold our farm we no longer own the farm that's on the white river and i'm very fortunate to have wit and some other friends that allow me to go out to their place but you know, the Little Woods is not just a center location. I mean, just, just think about what you have and your own Little Woods that you have as a hunter and everything. It makes me miss mine every day because, you know, you have your own little patch, even if it's in public. You have that patch that you can go to every day and, and you know, put in the work that you want to do, the management that you want to do. And I think that's kind of what, what makes us relatable to every hunter out there is, is we have different little woods that we we go to and in kind of our own sanctuaries and and things like that and uh you know and and the little woods the patch of ground that uh wit's family owns my family and his family go way way back because my great-grandfather was a logger oh here we go (laughs) and so now he wants to say that you know this that and the other but no I, i mean you know, just, just think of, think of this, you know, I had to stick a little fun at him cause you know, he says it's, he is, <laughs> and, and, you know, but, uh, but no, it's, uh, you know, just don't think of little woods. as just one specific area. No, it's your not. own personal area, you know, yeah. but I mean, you can, you could sit, you could sit out there with all the money you got and the nicest stand you got with TV playing, blaring. If you ain't got a buddy hanging out there with you in the stand or you ain't got somebody that would sit in the stand with you. You ain't hunting right. That's the best part. You ain't hunting right at all. I mean, how many times this year, uh, Tyler, I ain't seen you. You got that new baby and all, but how many times between the two of y'all, Jake and Drew, have we hunted together? I mean, that's, that, that's been a good time. We ain't shot anything, have we? No, we shot the bobcats. We shot three bobcats in about five minutes. Well, we shot them two days that that day too. Yep. I'm pretty sure you shot the small one, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We didn't get the scales out, but, uh, you know, I know well, you shot that big one. Mm. It went down. Then you seen that little tiny one right out there like, ooh, I don't know if I can hit that one. He passed me the gun. <laughs> I ain't ever even shot this gun. And, uh, yeah. you know headshot right there oh you know. my god it wasn't a headshot that was a i mean you gut shot that poor little cat no, <laughs> that was an exit wound <laughs> no, I, I might have gut shot him i don't know but he's dead hey, there's that's more, all that matters there's more turkeys uh hatching eggs over there i mean and that and talk about don't get me started on turkeys man i mean i almost would fast forward through the rest of waterfowl season for that that's whoo i can't wait um but i haven't even shot my shotgun yet this year i mean besides hit those crow we're gonna have to get some practice in or something it's time don't look like y'all need practice for me y'all's tree topping them crows (laughs) cartwheeling them (laughs) yeah yeah they just don't eat like a turkey they do not Oh my gosh, they do not. Well, hey, I I've truly enjoyed it. I'm ready to get coal on this thing. 
I'm ready for the next episode already. I we might as well guess. just like let's just end this one and start the next one. I'm ready Starting to up. go. I'm fired up. Uh, but just to be honest, I mean, kind of for the future, this this isn't going to be a one day thing. This is uh, we're about to get it right. We're going to do it right the first time. Uh, I think the episodes will get better as we go, especially. I mean, if anybody knows somebody that knows how to work a computer very well, send them my way. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not that technologically advanced, but we can shoot learning. a crow. We can shoot a crow, but this daggum podcast shooting a podcast is hard. Right, and like I said, six months waiting. We finally got it figured out. Um, you would have thought we'd have practiced a little bit. Yeah, you thought. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate everybody coming out. Uh, Tyler, Drew, Jake. I'd sit on the telephone and talk to you all day. Why don't we talk on a podcast? Uh, why don't we talk about what we want to talk about? Next time, we're not going to be sitting here lecturing everybody about what it means to be outside, etc., like we did all tonight. But we're about to tell some stories, and they're probably going to be halfway lies if I know Jacob right. No. So... <laughs> If Drew talks, don't believe it. That's all I have to say. So, yeah. Um, thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. And anybody got anything to say, outro? No. Uh, find us on Little Woods on Facebook. Uh, got some uh, exciting stuff coming. Glad to be here. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good night. See you guys. See ya.